On this episode of the The Sandy Podcast, I recap Game 5 of the NBA Finals. The Dubs come away with a huge win in Game 5. Is this series over? We'll talk about it. Is A. Wiggins the Finals MVP? Oh yeah, it's time to have that discussion. A dialogue will be had. What can the WNBA learn from the NBA in terms of marketing? Is Marcus Smart lucky to be in the league? All of that and more as I chop it up with Chennai Van, former number three hooper in the country, on the latest episode of the The CMD Podcast. Hello and welcome to the The Sam D Podcast. I'm your host, Sam Dusenberry Jr. Follow me on the Elon app at The Sam D. That's T-H-E-E-S-A-M-D. Podcast is also up there at The Sam D Podcast, all one word. Subscribe and rate to the podcast, five stars, nothing less, tell a friend. Podcast available on the Purple app and the Rogan app. For all content, audio, and visual, hit up TheSamD.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Link is in the podcast description. Season one of Trash Narratives is up. Season two on the way. Musical production done by Mayfirst Music. Support him at soundcloud.com slash Music. If I would have told you in a pivotal game five that Wardell and A. Wiggins would go 0 for 15 from three, and the Dubs would still win comfortably, how many of you would have taken that bet? Not a lot of you. I don't care how smart you think you are. None of y'all would have had that. 0 for 15 from three. The Dubs take a commanding and potential series clinching type victory at the crib in game five. It was a convincing win. They choked. They choked and tricked off a lead into the third quarter. Celtics came back. Made some adjustments, but then Andrew Wiggins. It's about time to have that dialogue, and to help me have that dialogue, she is a former Ford. You know what? No, no, no. She is still a Ford model, because there's no such thing as a former Ford model, because that's not IG model. That's not around the way model. That is high level elite A1 five-star Michelin level model. You may have seen her back in the day on Sesame Street. If you were a Hooper's Hooper, you may have seen her on the AAU courts against real ones. Not your man's in them who's local. Real ones. We will get into that. You may have seen her in the studio with Kanye. <laughs> You may have seen her turning up with Serena and Kelly Rowland. You may. You may. I don't know. If you out in the streets, you may have. But more importantly, she is a hooper's hooper. She was at one point in time the number three hooper in the country. All 50 states. 
in the Commonwealths. Number three, <laughs> I'd like to welcome in to the The CMD Podcast, Chinair Van Chinair, multi-Emmy Award winner as well. Let's not look. She sent me the bio as if I didn't know. She had like I didn't know her resume, but she sent me the bio just in case and I had to refresh it. Chinair Van has joined the The CMD Podcast. How are you tonight? Oh, I'm feeling good, Sam. This is well long overdue. I'm so happy to be here. And let me just tell you, those who are listening, everything is a fact. That's a fact. (laughs) (laughs) She has lived. There's at least three documentaries. At least three. We ain't even getting into combat. Rest in peace, combat. We ain't even getting into all of that. But Mm -hmm. just that she's lived, and I learned most of that during the pandemic. We used to work at the same company, yeah. and she enlightened my quarantine with just her stories of moving <laughs> around. I thought I had tea. I thought I had paparazzi stories moving in these private parties. Chinair is different. She is not for play play. You cannot compete. I'm going to just tell you right now, you might think you might know. No, 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 no. She knows. A hooper's She's hooper. been there. She, you are a hooper's hooper. You can't be number three in the country. In the whole country, and not be a hooper's hooper. So, Chenair, the Warriors came out here and get a pivotal Game Five win. A Wiggins going crazy. Bad crazy. night for Steph. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you saw, especially in that second half, as we had like a mm-hmm. tale of two quarters with the Celtics in the third mm-hmm. and the Dubs in the fourth. What did you see? You know, uh, Michael Breen is that his name from ESPN yes. said that. Uh, it was a choppy first half for both teams, mm-hmm. right? It was a choppy first half for both both teams. But I'll tell you this, you know, I like to watch games really leading into the half and third and fourth quarter, right? Mm-hmm. And today's, I saw that 19-point turnaround. There's a 19-point turnaround. I think at one point with Al Harford hitting that, uh, I think it was the eighth straight three for the yes. Celtics. Making wide it, yeah, wide open, making it 55-58 Celtics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that is when I saw a lot of things about to happen, right? right. And um, that, that, that third quarter really, really, that was, a good, that was a good third quarter. That was a real yeah. solid third quarter. Wiggins, like you said, Wiggins to me may be the finals. Let's go. Finally, I just need someone to support me. I've been here on this Wiggins for Finals MVP Island. Please talk to the people. They're tired I, of hearing me say it. What did I you see? I may have to co-sign on that and okay. say Wiggins may be the NBA Finals MVP. Let's go. Let's go. If he keeps on playing like that, it's that all-around factor, right? Right. He's doing it on the offensive end. And today, he had someone named Tatum very, very tight. Vexed. He was vexed. Tatum was vexed. He needs to find more outfits to look like Kobe. He yeah. keeps thinking he Kobe. He's he's struggling right now. He shot, he shot better tonight, but he mm-hmm. looked frustrated. He looked frustrated. He turned the ball over a lot. Minus 13, plus minus, if you're into that type of stuff. Uh-huh. Not the best night for uh-huh. Jason Tatum. Tonight, uh-huh. he was supposed to have the type of night like Steph had in game four. Absolutely. Tatum needed to be that. Absolutely. And you know what? Excuse me. I have a little dog in the background. I don't know if you all hear All good. Her. All good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. But, you know, Wiggins did force. Ooh, there she goes. Wiggins <laughs> forced Tatum, you know, to turn over all of that. 
And, um, you know, just goes to show you really can't live and die by the three. And I noticed that no one was taking it to the whole. But you right. know who was? You know who did? Wiggins. Yeah, man, Wiggins, Wiggins is out here. <laughs> he he put up them threes and he was bricking them. So he said, you know what? Nope. Time to get the yams. I'm going to just take it to the hole, get to the cup, get aggressive. And that's and, what and you need to that's do. Key. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, when it's, something's not working for you, gotta you got to switch it up. Right. Right. And, you know, you try to see that with Steph late where he tried to get a couple of twos mixed in there. And, and you know, he, he had 16. It's not like his night was horrible. But coming off that 43, I was talking to some of the homies at halftime. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think he had his legs tonight. I think he left his legs in Boston. He looked completely fatigued to me. He did look fatigued. He did look fatigued. And, you know, he he actually wasn't even hitting some of those short jumpers. Right. And those are money for him normally. And those are money for because yeah. even when I saw him take those jumpers, he still had his form, right? Because I'm all about right. form. He still had his form, but he didn't have the legs. Exactly. Yeah. Today. I yep. think that's what it, I think that's what it was. He didn't have the legs today. And with Steph, you know, he doesn't really do that two feet balanced on the ground type of shot. You no. know, he's always off a little bit. He's always fading away. He's yep. always has that little, you know, little kick thing going on. But he, today is when he needed to get his two feet solid planted in the ground mm-hmm. and shoot that jump shot. And that's how you know the legs were a factor today. For sure. I, I, I agree 1,000%. He left his legs in Boston, so hopefully he'll pick him up at game six and maybe they can get him up, get him up out of there on the road. Because uh, mm-hmm. game seven, I don't know if they want to risk this going to game seven. I think if you're the Warriors, you have to put the hammer down and get them up out of there in six. Absolutely. Absolutely. But again, I just have to say Wiggins, boy. <laughs> Finals MVP. He was at one point, mm-hmm. and I should have made a bet. I talked myself out of it. He was uh-huh. plus 12,000 no. to be Finals MVP after game three. Huh. And I text someone, I say, yo, Wiggins. Now, I don't know if, if the media will give it to him. I don't know if the blue check boys will give it to him. I don't know. I don't know. But mm-hmm. I think it's looking like Andre Iguodala in 2015, where Iguodala mm-hmm. got the finals MVP because of how he played defense against LeBron. We're getting that with Wiggins, the way he's playing against Tatum. And he's giving you double doubles. He, yes, I'm looking at the box score right now. First of all, he played a hell of a lot of minutes. Yeah, 40-something minutes, right? 42, yep. 43 minutes, yeah. Yep. And then, they can't um, take him off the floor right now. They can't. They can't because not only he's an offensive threat, right? Right. But he's also, as we spoke, like a defensive threat. He had, 13, sure. he had 13 rebounds. Let's look at this. He had 13 rebounds. Uh, he didn't do too well from the three at all. But he had over 26 points, one block. That's driving, two, though. Was, yeah. to, 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 to your earlier point, he went to the uh-huh. cup. He couldn't make a three, so he took it to the rack, and he got 12 buckets. 12 buckets. Yeah, and this is another good stat that I see. And, you know, this is a big thing, especially during these times, right? Mm -hmm. The turnovers. Right. Celtics had a lot tonight, right? Oh, yeah. They had a lot tonight. They had uh, maybe 18. Yep, 18 turnovers. turnovers. And you want to guess how how many assists they had? You see it, right? 18 assists. (laughs) That's not a good ratio. You can't be one-to-one. It can't. You definitely cannot. You're not going to win the game in the NBA Finals with a one-to-one turnover-to-assist ratio. Whoa! Sure. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. And you know what? This is a time, especially with these finals, where everyone has to be at the peak of their game. 
Right. Right. So on the def- defensive end, the offensive end, you know, and, and I know a lot of these players have some type of jitters, no matter how professional you are. Of course. You yeah. have to have some type of jitters. And today I felt that, especially in the first half mm-hmm. uh, and even with their comeback. But, you know, I, it's it's tough, man. It's tough being on that court. So now, since you were the number three player in the whole country, take take me into the mindset of a star player whose team is depending on her to get buckets. Like, so put us in the mindset of what Tatum mm. might be going through right now, where he wants to get a shot off, he knows he has to get a shot off, mm. but he's facing tough defense. Walk me through as a as a number one option like yourself. Mm-hmm. How was it to try to always try to get your shot, get to your spots mm-hmm. when you know the whole other team is fixated on stopping you from right. getting your shots and getting to your spots? That's when really understanding the game of basketball comes into play, right? Mm, when, you're, okay. when, you're, when your offensive game doesn't work out, then you want to do other things, all the different intangibles mm-hmm. on the court to help out your team, right? Mm-hmm. So if it's not on the offensive end, it could be in the defensive end. It could be taking charges. It could go for, you know, you know with assists, some steals, even being a coach on the floor for your team. Right. You know, that's what Kobe had. That's what Jordan had. And mm-hmm. that's what a LeBron has to a certain extent is okay. being that, okay, is being that coach on the floor. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, nowadays, uh, these kids today, but these players today, some often they're not coaches on the floor. And some of them lack that leadership quality on the floor of being that second coach on the floor. Do do you think that goes into the fact that they're not playing a lot of college ball? A lot of them are one and dones. The AAU thing, bouncing around to different camps, different schools every year. It's it's hard to get that camaraderie to be that yeah, coach on the floor if you're on a different AAU squad every summer or different high school every summer. Talk about it. That is exactly what's going on in these courts, you know. Gotcha. And now that. Um, you know, I'm I'm back on the scene, uh, uh, coaching girls. You know, these talk about these, that for a little bit. Oh, please. okay, for a little bit. So right now, uh, Sam, I'm t- I'm teaching uh, basic skills, fundamentals to seven year old, eight year old, and nine little eight nine year old girls right now. Nice. And I have been away from the game for about twenty plus years because of you know work, having mm-hmm. kids, raising a family. And now that I'm back on the scene, I notice not only are these athletes going from team to team, AAU program, playing over here, playing over there? Another thing that they're getting sucked into is this whole mindset of having personal trainers. Mm. I get it. Don't right. get me wrong. I get it. Right. But no one is out there playing in the schoolyards, at the parks anymore. No one is. And I don't That's see sad. that. Yeah, I don't see that anymore. So I'll really back to Tatum. And what I'm saying is that you have to get the, and I'm not saying he doesn't, but you have to be that second coach on the floor and have mm-hmm. that leadership quality. And I think that's a combination of what you said. They're flopping from AAU program to here and there's no real camaraderie. There's really no understanding of your teammates, your coach, your assistants, whatever it may be. So right. that's why I think um, I saw that today with Tatum. That's, that's, I agree with you 100%. And I think the problem with Tatum is he had the 13 assist in game one, right? So to mm-hmm. your point, he saw mm-hmm. the shot wasn't falling, so he became mm-hmm. a playmaker. And mm-hmm. he has shown at times that he can do that, but he's not mm-hmm. consistent with it. 
Mm-hmm. And tonight, mm-hmm. while the shot was falling a little bit better, he needed to go off tonight, especially because Jalen Brown wasn't going to get 20-plus tonight. No, nope. Al Horford gave him little to nothing. Li- nothing today. And that's a, I, I will say this. Al Horford and all these series that I've been watching here and there, mm-hmm. you know, after after Brian, my Brooklyn Nets lost, they got spanked and bagel four zero. Swept, swept, swept. It was very hard for me to watch basketball in these right. finals. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now, especially watching the team that that did it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So right now, as I watch Al Horford, I see that he is a major factor, and he did not show up tonight. And I know he wants it because right. he's yet to win a chip yet, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This this is the first time he's in the finals, and he had that yes. great game one, and he's kind of yes. been shaky for the last four games. He hasn't been consistent at all. He hasn't been consistent at all. And going back to these girls that I, you know, coach, mm-hmm. one of the things that I tell them, even at the age, the tender age of, of seven, eight, and nine, you have to watch basketball. You right. can play all all you want, right? You could do the personal training thing. You could go from team to team, whatever lifestyle you want for basketball. But you have to understand basketball and be a true student of the game. Right. You have to be, and yeah. um, that that's just it. You because know? see, like in in your career, you mm-hmm. obviously were, were were a woman's hooper, but you also played AAU on a boys' team and was able to hold your own and get buckets. So to your point, if you mm-hmm. weren't outside, continuously playing pickup games and what have you, getting that experience, how would you know how to go up against the likes that you faced in AAU? Correct to be able to succeed. Correct. You have to be outside. You have to be outside. I had a parent a couple of weeks ago ask me, you know, Chayna, you know, how did you, how did you get so good? And I Mm. said, it's quickly, it's very simple. You play basketball all day long. Literally. You know, all day long. I was, I was at the park with my dad and another friend of mine, Nisha Butler, you know, all time mm-hmm. leading scorer, New York City boys Talk girls. About right? it. We, yeah. we would be on this court at Wingate High School at seven AM in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right? We would play there from seven AM to about oh my gosh, about ten o'clock, right? And then right. we had games. We we had games. We had we played in housing together. We played in mm. so many girls tournaments. And then sometimes she would split off one way. I would split off another way. You know, she mm-hmm. would go somewhere else to play ball with her right. pop. I would go and play with this Red Star basketball boys basketball team. Right, play another right. game. Once we we're done with these games, right, my dad would take me to another local court. <laughs> Sam, I kid you not, he would take me to another local court in the area and be like. Oh, jump out. Let's play That's some it. more ball. Yeah, yeah. And, before, and it did not end there. It did not end there. Then we would go home, have dinner. I would go back to Wingate, play. And this is when they had, um, oh, my God, this is when they had dunkers, right? This is just oh, wow. a typical dunkers. I would play another game, and then I would end up at Tillery Street by the Brooklyn Bridge, probably Man. at midnight, one in the morning. She, and and if you're unfamiliar, she's naming some legendary hoop spots right now. She, oh, she, yeah. she, she, she's laying out all the, the 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 facts are checking out right now. All the spots mm-hmm. that she's hooped at are legitimate A1 spots. Yeah, that, I mean, that, 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 was, that, that, that was it. That was, it was like, hoop seriously, Sam, 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. And it would go by so fast. that. Right. And, and another thing is, I, at that time, was changing. I was going from a girl's ball mm-hmm. to a boy's ball. 
even that's a that big difference. Way. Yeah. Yeah. That's a huge difference. So yeah. what I tell so what I tell when I told this parent about how you become good, it's like you really gotta eat, sleep, drink, you know, appetizer, soup, salad, basketball. Word, word. You know? Yeah, it's it's and, and, and that's how even though I was nowhere near the number three hooper in the country, <laughs> yes. but I I wanted to be number three around my way. You so understand that? To, to get to that status, I went to the mm-hmm. same type of way. Like I played ball every day. Me and my best friend Jay, every mm-hmm. day we're getting up in the summertime, we're hooping all day because we wanted to get better. That's I don't know how else you can get better. I didn't have a personal trainer. All we had was the the OGs on the block hooping Absolutely. against them. The older kids in our school hooping against them, and you just go from neighborhood to neighborhood, pick up games here or there, and. You get those hours, that 10,000 hours, right? You'd be a master of anything at 10,000 hours. You got that extremely early. A hundred percent. And, you know, working with these girls, I tell them, you know, I tell their parents, I'm not a personal trainer. I'm not a coach. I'm what you call just a basic skills. You know, just you're just going to get those basic high end quality skills because of my basketball IQ, right? And mm-hmm. and 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 the folks that I learned from, you know, I I played when I was at Iowa, I was my my coach was the first assistant for C Vivian Stringer for over 10 oh, wow. years. So wow. I had that pedigree and then I had an older brother who was John Thompson's first scholarship walk-on, you know, who who roomed with Dikembe and Alonzo. So my my basketball and my fundamental IQ yeah. is heavy. up there. Yeah, yeah it's up there. It's up there. So so yeah. so when I tell these kids about a chess pass or a mm-hmm. bounce pass or a follow-through, or like even like, you know, I'm teaching them about parallel lines and sideline and baseline and free throw line and all those different, you know, um, pieces to that basketball puzzle Mm -hmm. it's coming from you know a Mm -hmm. high-end basketball iq so i can't call myself a coach right Right. i can't really call it's just basic skills that these kids need right now that i even see oh i see i see college troopers that need it for sure even some dudes in the nba (laughs) wnba like yeah yeah Sure. Yeah, you know, so it's just it's just really now that I'm back on the scene, Sam, I'm seeing that and it's like, wow, like these skills are something that these basketball students, I like to call them. I like mm-hmm. to call them students of the game. I like that. Really, yeah, I don't call them student athletes. I call them students of the game. And these students really need that. Well, I, I love the fact that you're giving back. And I think it's, it's sorely needed because, you know, to your point. I think in people trying to mimic what they see in the NBA, what they see in the WNBA in the college game, you can't do that. You don't have the the physical strength. You don't have the talent unless you're like an anomaly. But like more times than not, you're going to be average talent wise. Uh-huh. Those fundamental skills can take you from being average to above average to being D1 to get yes. scholarship to being like. Yes. So just if you just can master those fundamentals and that skill set. You can mm-hmm. take yourself way further than I'm just going to go out here and try to chuck it from the logo like I'm Steph. I'm going to try Oof. to go crazy and cook people like I'm Sue Bird. No, 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 no. Just learn your craft, find out what you're good at, and tap into that and become an expert slash master at that. 
And you see that all these heads that are still in the game for so long, the WNBA and the NBA, those those athletes who are still on the court are the ones who have those basic fundamentals. Yep. Yep. Every time I watch Tarasi, like you, you just see it. Tarasi's got that. I mean, <laughs> if 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 you haven't tapped into WNBA, I know some some people feel away because they don't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know if you love basketball. I don't know how you're not watching the WNBA. But Tarasi, to watch what she does, Sue Bird to watch what she does, and even the youngins coming up to see how the evolution has become. It's amazing the quality of still fundamentals, but they're mm-hmm. evolving within it. Yes. Now you're seeing step backs. Now the 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 hezies are coming in. Like it's not yes. just standstill three set shots. Nope. It's not that. It's they're taking people off the dribble and they're finishing with the left. They're euroing. Like it's, it's a Euro. whole different. <laughs> like the game has really become amazing mm-hmm. in both the men's and women's game. So talk to me about what what you see in the NBA game that you think should potentially carry over to the WNBA game because it's always that gap of well how come the WNBA is not as popular as the NBA? What 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 do you think the WNBA can I don't know if steal is the right word, but what, what can they leverage from the NBA to bring it to their game? You know, it, it's funny that you should bring that up because yesterday I went to the Barclays to watch the Barclays Center to watch the Chicago Sky mm-hmm. play against the uh, New York Liberty. Okay. And Candace Parker in the house. Correct. Candace Parker in the house. They ended up winning uh, by one or two in the last, let's say, 30 seconds of the game. Okay. Um, so first off, let's just talk about uh, uh, viewership and audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's important. Uh, yeah, that's important. They were giving tickets away, Sam. Like, wow. They have still... still Someone hit me off with a link, and it was like you could get four <laughs> tickets. And yeah, I was passing them joints around yeah, yeah. <laughs> before. Oh, you- and still, the Barclays Center was not filled at wow. all. Wow. It was good. I felt it. You know, right. I-, I will say this: the Barclays Center is the compared to Madison Square Garden. Brooklyn mm-hmm. will have a better support for the Liberty than they did, you know, for, for at the, uh, at the, at the, at the garden. Correct. Yeah. Cause you yeah. know, we went from the garden yep. to the practice facility in Westchester, um, right? Westchester. Yep. Correct. And now mm-hmm. we're back to the Barclays. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's a good look for the Liberty of having um, those fans. Cause you know, Brooklyn is really very heavy with their support and basketball, sure. right? They, show out. Uh, they definitely show out. So you're back to your question of what can the WNBA grab from the um, NBA? It's really about something about the fan support. You know, the skills are there. The right. basketball is there. Uh, sure. the, the money is there. Right. The, the lovely looking ladies are starting to become right. there. That you know, helps. be a part of that. That, that definitely yeah. is part, you yeah. know, that needs to be a part of the culture. That's a whole different right. discussion, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really that fan support. And now that I'm back on the scene, I owe it to the WNBA to pull up and, and be that supportive fan. You right. know, it really has to do with fan support. And I don't know what it is about the lack of fan support for the WNBA because, like I said, the skills are there. Yes. The athletes are there. The right. competitiveness is there. The game is there. Like you said, the, the, the you know, the, the step back is there. The, the hesitation yeah. dribbles there. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, is the, the, it, so, 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 so is it the marketing? Is it just the fact that people don't know the high quality? Like, obviously, the WNBA came in with a lot of fanfare with the Comets winning the three chip swoops, mm-hmm. Cooper and all of them, even the Liberty with Teaspoon and Lobo back in the day. Like, and then obviously Lisa Leslie with the Sparks. Like, so they had the big names, they had them in the big markets, and it kind of had that momentum. Then it kind of had those players got older. They didn't have that second wave to kind of pick up the slack and carry that next 10 years to get us to where we're at now. So it's like, do people know that they got real hoopers right now in the WNBA? No. I feel like only hoopers, hoopers, only like you hoopers and I know. Who, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's it's um it's the marketing, Sam. Gotcha. It's the marketing. Um, That's unfortunate. Okay. Yeah, you know, and I think those in that department or you know in that in in that in that in that circle of the WNBA um aren't representing what uh a female athlete is truly like sometimes in this in this in this pocket let's just right. say yeah. and um you know I think it caters to a certain group um mm-hmm. and 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 I have to this is this is terrible that I'm going to say this um but they men support certain things, right? Gotcha. Yep, yep. That's, that is, that is true. <laughs> and um, no lies, no right. lies detected. Uh, um, the marketing caters to um, uh, uh, different community, uh, certain communities and families. There's a and, stigma, for sure. Yeah, there's a stigma. There is yeah. a stigma. There definitely yeah. is a stigma. And I think it's very extreme. When I look at the uh, advertisements for uh, the WNBA, it's very extreme. It's like in order for a woman to look like a woman, it's like a full on like gown. Like it's a full right. like, you know, it's like a full glam squad gown, full like prom dress type of thing. No, mm-hmm. to be a woman, you don't have to wear a full prom dress. Correct. <laughs> like there's other, there's other attire. You can have natural beauty. She, she, she can look bad in some, in some, in some yeah. basketball shorts. And a t-shirt, you know Thank what I'm saying? You. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, we can wear we can wear a tank top and some exactly. cut-off jeans and some right. tints and look very feminine, exactly. very cute. Yeah. Um, so it's just really it's just um yeah, that it's 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 the it's the marketing. It's just this fan, you know, the fan base that just needs to um extend a little bit more. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. that's just what it is. It's tough. <laughs> yeah. So I, I guess I'll, I'll to, to get back into the game because I, ha- mm-hmm. I have some stats here that, that oh, are coming out. Okay, let me look. Some stats. So, mm-hmm. Gary Payton Jr. or oh. the second, excuse me. I call okay. him Glove Jr. Okay, let me see. 15 points, five rebounds, three assists. Mm-hmm. Had the highest plus minus by any Dubs player, plus 16. Mm-hmm. Now, if you go to the Celtics just in the fourth quarter alone, they mm-hmm. only had four buckets. In the entire mm-hmm. fourth quarter. Right. And they have four turnovers. So they had as many baskets as turnovers in that pivotal fourth quarter. Now, we've seen this before mm-hmm. in this in the same exact series. The Celtics have had trouble initiating offense. Marcus Smart, defensive player of the year. Some people felt he might not have, might not have deserved that. I, I'm, not, I'm not here to debate that because that, that, that's old news to me. But what have you seen defensively as someone that hooped 
is Marcus Smart playing the Celtics out of this series, or is he? Because if you look at the stats, his stats look okay. Right, I'm looking. Well, if we want, but we just watched him, and I felt like he cost his team. We saw him have the dust up with Poole. Poole got in his head. Jordan Poole was able to get into his head. He flopped on a couple of those plays. He got the tech on Smart. Like, so Marcus Smart, who's been known as this coach on the floor, like, like you referenced, that being that right. second coach on the floor, mm-hmm. he didn't look like one tonight. He played a little shaky. He kind of lost his cool, kind of gave into the peer pressure, and he gave it up to Jordan Poole, of all people. What, what did you see from Marcus Smart, and should he be under fire for his performance tonight? You know what? I have yet to be impressed by Marcus Smart. Wow, oh. interesting. Okay. <laughs> No, nah, please tell me. Yes. I, I, I don't. I think he just is a lucky basketball player. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> now, is that is he lucky to be playing with Tatum and Brown and yes. just my their coattails of the finals? I think he's just lucky to be in the league. <laughs> <laughs> He just ne- he never <sighs> impresses me wow. at all. I don't know what That's it amazing. is, Sam. I mean, I mean, he's I know not he that great of a shooter. Ball. He's yeah, not a point just, guard. You know he's kind mean? of it, that combo, but he's not really a point. He's not a shooting guard. What the hell is he? He's just out yeah, there. He's, he's just a dude, there. right? He's just a dude yeah. out there. I'm like, he's that dude who's like, oh, you want to get it? You want to? You want to? You, you want to get it? You want some run? I right, like. <laughs> <laughs> I got my three, but I you could be the fourth. I you could be the fourth. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. Man, but no, so, so when I watch him with the Celtics, I already have this like blindfold up when it comes to because nothing about him impresses me. And I think towards the end of the game today, correct me if I'm wrong, mm-hmm. was he about to go on the stands and do something crazy? He, like, he, he definitely had some issues. Him, he, he, he was getting into it with some people. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure there'll be some videos in the morning b- bouncing around on social media, but he, he was definitely getting into a pool that, that mm-hmm. might've trickled over into some fans and stuff like that. I know Draymond mm-hmm. and Tatum, had a thing where Tatum right. held on to the ball. He didn't want to give up the rock like, in the term. Just petty, right? Kobe wouldn't yes. do that. He think he no. Kobe. Kobe wouldn't have done that. No. Because Kobe wouldn't no. have given Draymond that type of time to make to him even, think, I need to do all that. Like, it's what, like non-factor? Right, right. He's in that Mamba mentality. But Tatum's right. trying to be in that Mamba mentality. But he's looking more like a dude that's in his first NBA Finals and is still very young in his career. Yo, Marcus Smart is like that player at the park who's just always at the park. I and love he's that like, this oh. open season with Marcus Smart. I love it. Please keep going. Please keep going. It's like, oh, he's here at the park. You might as well put him on the team. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, oh, he oh, showed up? I know he was even coming today. <laughs> they didn't tell yeah. me he was coming. All right. I saved your roster spot. You good. He has his lunchbox and his <laughs> <laughs> He got to have his permission slip. Like, he can't just show up. Like, yo, your mom signed it, though? Aye, aye. That's so it. Yeah, he, he's that kid. He's that kid. Like, you'll find any reason to not give him run. Like, are, are your dues paid up? Aye, aye. I guess I got to play yeah, you. I guess you got to play you. <laughs> <laughs> did you pay the re- Wait, did you pay the referee free? Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you washed your uniform, right? You brought it this week? Like, and I don't got a spare for you. 
Yeah, so that's how oh, I think shit. of Modric. I really, I, I, I can't really analyze his actions. Is he yeah, <laughs> just that lucky? Blind. He should be happy to be there. He should just he's be so lucky to be. Yeah, he's so lucky to be in the league and in the finals. That's another and thing in the about finals. It. And he's got, he's got, he's getting awards and shit. He's getting. <laughs> and did he win a championship? Did he win a championship? No. Not, not, not yet. Oh, not yet. okay, not okay, yet. okay, okay, not okay. Yet. Good Lord, if you <laughs> imagine looking into the career of Marcus Smart. Yeah. He's a defensive player of the year, three-time all-defensive, and he made the all-rookie team. Damn. And you, as a Hooper's Hooper, is like, this dude's lucky to be in the league. He's made Damn. $50 million. Damn. I'm looking Are up his contract right now. He's made $50 million to this point. He's going to make another, let me do the quick math here. He's got another 60 coming. He's going to make over $110 million. And you're saying he's lucky to be in the league. <laughs> what a life. What a life. He's Yo, lucky he played for that leprechaun. He's I was lucky about to say it might be the luck of the Celtics. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. He did dye his hair green. I mean, he better. He better keep it, too. <laughs> he better keep that shit green. Yeah, are you serious right now telling me that? F- $51 million to this point, and the Celtics are on the hook for the next four years, and he gets $16 million next year, $18 million after that, $20 million after that, Damn. and then $21 million after that. So four more years. I would have never known that for This him. dude was in the G League in 2014. Yo, are you serious? <laughs> a lottery pick was sent to the G League to go hoop. Interesting. Six See? pick overall. You know what? You know, he must, well, clearly he's doing something right. I just haven't seen it yet. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on your side with this because <laughs> I've always tried to figure out just what he is because as I've talked about here on the pod, uh-huh. Uh-huh. the Celtics clearly have tried to find better point guards. They had uh-huh. Kyrie. They right. had Kemba. And yes. they even had Isaiah Thomas. So they've You're tried right. to find replacements. It just hasn't worked out. So now they're stuck with him. Wow. And he kind of fits in with Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum because he doesn't need to rock that much. I understand. That's what it is. Okay. So it's kind of like, as long as you just play defense and pass the other two dudes to rock, all right, we'll pay you. Play defense. That's it. Bring, bring, bring up, up the rock. Hit the occasional three if you're open. I was going to say that. I was going to yeah. say that. Mhm mhm that's what it is it's like that um that lucky role player who's getting paid 110 million dollars <laughs> can you imagine can you imagine being a 64 dude that's not that great but you luck into a 100 million dollar career yeah i did that you um i i, I actually have nothing more to say i i i love that you gave your honest raw opinion and i think you know i've had people telling me yo y'all got to kill uh-huh. Marcus Smart tonight. I ain't even have to ask you to kill him. You killed him just naturally. <laughs> so the fans are getting what they want tonight because people are not happy with Marcus Smart. And you're saying he's lucky to be in the league. So I'm here for it. Yes. <laughs> that, that's, that, that's amazing. That, that, that is phenomenal. That is oh, worth God. every minute of this right now. That is worth it. I may have to tell these parents to watch. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Marcus Smart? Uh, Marcus Smart. Like, oh, hey, get your daughters to watch Marcus Smart and just do whatever he does. You could get $110 million. You could get $110 million. Somehow, some way, you could get oh. over $100 million just being Marcus Smart. Whoa. Really? Whoa. Stop, stop, wow. stop trying to be LeBron. 
Stop trying to be Tatum. Stop trying to be, you know, LaMelo and John Morant. No, no, no. Marcus Smart. Know your role. Know your position. Be a role player. You could be. And that's that's kind of the thing in this NBA Mm -hmm. where role players are getting 100 million. Marcus Smart's a role player. 100 million. Julius Randle just got the max contract or close to the max. I mean, I don't know your thoughts of Julius Randle. I don't know if you want to kill him. But, no, I don't want to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> but Julius Randle, I don't think that highly of him. But, you know, he's he's 6'9". He's got some handles. He can shoot a little bit. But he's not a number one option. He's not a number oh, two option. Are but, we talking about the New York Knicks Julius Randle? Yes. yes. Oh, please yes. don't let me kill him today. I mean, I call myself Chief Nick Hater number one. Uh-huh. So I, I, I love nothing more than the tear down the Knicks in whatever capacity. But it's almost too easy at this point. But if, yeah. if, if you if you got some venom, the floor no, is yours. No, 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 no. I, I, would ha- I think I, you would, I would do better when we're in, um, you know, when the Knicks are actually When the Knicks are actually good? Yeah, yeah. When they, so like yeah, yeah, maybe five years from now? Oh, my gosh. But Julius Randle, he's not one of my favorites either. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> let's start. Who do you like? Who, who, you don't. Marcus Smart should have been in the league. You're not a fan of Julius Randle. As a Hooper's Hooper. So, again, people okay. that, that are listening okay. to this, they're okay. going to respect your, your opinion. So, who okay. do you like? A Hooper's Hooper. Um, of course, I do I do like Steph. I really do like okay. Steph. You know what I mean? I do like Steph because every time I see Steph, I think he gets better and better. I like athletes that get better. Mm. As they're in the league longer and longer, right? Right. Um, I'm not into that. Like, like for instance, Julius Randle, right? I don't know mm. how long he's been in the league, but nothing about his game has changed to me. I, I agree, one thousand percent. You know, so any, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even going to focus on any particular player, Sam. I mm. will say that any player and any athlete that gets better season to season is the athlete that I like. Okay, that that's fair. That, that, that's, that's just fair. it. Like you know that. what I mean? Just like, just like when I, you know, just like when I watch a game, you know, I'm easy a flip flopper about who I want to win. All right. I'm just watching is a very competitive basketball game. Mm-hmm. I love competition. I love watching competition. I like when um uh um a team tweaks something, you know, to make uh, on the on the offensive end or the defensive end to right. win a game. You know what I mean? Right. I like the I I like that. So I really can't tell you what player on the floor I like, you know, I just like the players that are constantly getting better and growing as, you know, being a super athlete. That's what I like. Okay. So that's what I like. Let me get your opinion on coaching. Cause I, I've mm-hmm. been, I've been the type to, I'm not a fan of the hype that we give coaching. I think coaching is just a metric. It's slightly overrated unless you have a legitimately good coach. I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of average coaches that have talented Steve, rosters. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. <clears throat> there you go. So, Steve Nash. You know what I'm saying? There's a oh. lot of average coaches that have talented mm-hmm. rosters, and now all of a sudden we prop them up like they nice when it's really not. You just got a bunch of hoopers, and you're just rolling the ball out there, and they're going to go kill. So to, for, for someone like yourself, mm-hmm. who obviously has the pedigree and has been under mm-hmm. the tutelage of those mm-hmm. who have also had high pedigree, mm-hmm. How important is coaching or how, what's the difference between a mid coach and when you know you're getting high level coaching, like as a Hooper's Hooper, what, Mm -hmm. what, what are the signs 
when you're mm. getting good coaching, when you're getting just average coaching? Well, I think at this league, especially in, in, in the in the NBA and WNBA, it's those relationships that you have with your coach from, you know, with, with your player and coach relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these these coaches are definitely qualified as far as X's and O's. Right. Right. But it's that it's that player that's going to play for his coach and put it all out there on the on the court on the field whatever it is it's the one that's gonna it's the one that's gonna take a charge it's the one that's gonna go for the loose ball it's the one that's gonna run back on d after having a turnover Mm -hmm. and pin someone's shit against the backboard you know what i mean it's one of it's one of it's 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 those players that really believe right in that inspiring coach Mm -hmm. you know it it really a coach that nowadays is those exercises ain't nothing it's a player that really wants to play for that coach and and defend the honor of that coach got you and that's what steve kerr has Steve Kerr has players that respect him. They know that he knows this is X and O's, but they want to prove something to him. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not, I I won't, I won't lie. I -hmm. have not been the biggest fan of Steve Kerr in this year. Okay. Okay. That's, mm -hmm. but but Mm -hmm. only because of this, Mm -hmm. the Warriors don't have a lot of sides, right? They don't Mm -hmm. have a lot of bigs. He removed his only big from the starting lineup the last two games. Now he, he looks. They, he took out Looney. Lo- Looney doesn't start. Kevion Looney doesn't start. He's been playing Otto Porter at the five. Otto uh-huh. Porter is six eight, uh-huh. and he's a skinny six eight. Looney is at least six ten with with some size, with some bulk to him. He's the only big they got. So he's been playing small the last two games, and while they've won these two games, I think uh-huh. it has nothing to do with the fact that he went small. Because Porter's only playing 15 minutes. He just starts the game, and then he just kind of plays a good little five-minute spurt, and then he benches him and brings Mm -hmm. Looney in. So what do you think that's about? I have no idea. He's been asked in the post-game, at least after game four, he kind of tap-danced around the answer. I don't know if anyone asked him tonight, but, like, he hasn't really given us a a sufficient answer as to, Mm -hmm. oh, he just wants to match up better. He thinks it's a better matchup. But -hmm. they're getting killed inside. Mm-hmm. If if Robert Williams was healthy, which he's not, but he's still being able to, to get the Celtics something. But if Robert Williams was healthy, he would be destroying the Warriors right now because mm-hmm. they're going super small. They're playing that small ball lineup against a team that has Al Horford and Robert Williams on the floor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they should, the Celtics should be eating, but they're not. Mm-hmm. So the Warriors are kind of daring the Celtics to beat them up inside. Got you. And they're not falling for it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Udoka is like, no, I don't want to fall into, depending on Al Horford in the paint, which we know is shaky over his career. And right. Robert Williams, who's hurt on one leg. So it's still going to be Tatum and Brown bombs away from the outside. What's the, um, what's the age? What's the age? What are the ages of these athletes on both teams? What team is more uh, heavy on the age side than the other what's the more mature team i i would say the warriors because their their core is all 30 plus got it mm-hmm. steph clay draymond I, who i call the habitual nut hitter mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. they're all 30 plus whereas mm-hmm. tatum and brown are 25 and under mm-hmm. smart mm-hmm. might be a, he might be 25 26 
Horford's by far the oldest player who gets a lot of minutes on that team. Yes. But everybody else is like lottery picks within the last six, seven years. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics mm-hmm. should be, I mean, quite honestly, Chenayer, they should be mm-hmm. running the dubs off the floor. Right. They, they should be upping the tempo, upping the pace, and pushing the rock when, when they get the defensive rebounds. But, you know, Tatum wants to, Tatum think he Kobe. So I got to slow it up. I got to get my ISO. I got to run the triangle. I got to get my one four flat at the top and I got to go cook and Brown. He's got no left hand. So he's just driving right every single time. And he looks so, oh gosh, how do they make it? Well, I can see how they made it. They to, got non-lottery. Um, the final. <laughs> yeah. They just out-talented teams. They just right. out-talented Miami. They out-talented the Bucks. Well, look, the Bucks didn't have Middleton. So that was right. huge. And they definitely spanked us. They spanked the Nets. They got KD and his feelings on Twitter. So, I mean, it's it's the Celtics. A lot of people were telling me the Celtics were going to out-talent the Dubs. And while I believe the Celtics have more talent, I just don't think they're a mm-hmm. better team. Mm-hmm. I think right now you're seeing a team, uh, the whole of its parts, is beating the quality of the what the Celtics are offering right now. So, yeah. a- after, after what you saw tonight, do you mm-hmm. think – this the the word's gonna close it out in Boston. Game six is Thursday night. I was gonna ask you, is that is that Boston? It's 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 in Boston. Yep. It's in mm. Game six in Boston. If it goes to seven seven, they're back in Golden State. Thursday, you said? Thursday. Thursday so they get so, so they get two days off. The, travel right, day, get, travel uh-huh, day tomorrow, and then rest. Yeah, rest day on Wednesday, walk through and all that. Game Thursday night. Huh. I'm gonna go with the Golden State Warriors. They close it out in TD Garden in Boston. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. I, I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. And and Steph is gonna have a big game. Oh, so. Mm-hmm. I'm that, saying that kind of kills our A Wiggins for finals. Uh, I need I a mid game, Chennai. Uh, I need, I, I need Steph to be mid. Let let uh-huh. let them win. Steph be mid. Wiggins so keeps Wiggins. playing the way he's playing, which is double doubles. He double doubles. I I, okay. I just want the debate. Okay, okay. That's all. I know okay. they're still going to give it to Steph. Steph's mm-hmm. still going to get it. Mm-hmm. They they've already ordained it to be his time. I know. So I just want to be able to have that debate where like, well, look, Wiggins did this better. He did this better, and he did this better. He's played defense better for the team. For the team, he's hit the glass. He's been the best big man they've had. He's six seven. He's a wing. He's their right. best big. Right. And he's playing defense on the other team's best player in Tatum. And he's right. still giving you okay, 15 I get you to 20. Okay, so here we go. So Steph is going to have a solid game. Okay. All right. Okay. I'll take that. He's, he's going to have a solid Steph game. Okay. Nothing. He ain't having 50. He ain't having right. 40. He's going to no have 40 plus. I, I get, no, no threes no, and no, bunches. No. Just a regular <laughs> Steph 30, low 27, 28. Okay. Okay. I'm fine. And, and, Okay, here we go. And Wiggins is going to have a very good game. He's going to have That's his regular double double. He's going to be a, he's going to be his regular defensive threat. He's okay. going to hold it down, and he's going to be that. Um, he's going to be that player for them for them to win on Thursday. Wiggins, Amazing. I'm going. Okay. I'm going. With, I'm going with Wiggins. I, I, I had a I had a full conversation with a whole bunch of dudes last week about yeah. Wiggins. He yeah. is a factor. He's a for problem. Sure. Yeah, he's their second best player right now. He it's, is their second. Which no one would have guessed this coming into this season. He wasn't supposed to be this. But because Clay is still kind of getting over all the injuries, 
Correct. Draymond's looking old. He's he's got white in, in the goatee. He's looking really yes. flabby and sick. Right, 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 and right. Jordan Poole is erratic. Can't really depend on him yet. So if it wasn't for A. Wiggins, this series would be over. It would have been a that sweep a for Boston. You're right. You're right. Okay, that's that's what I'm predicting. Okay. Thursday, awesome. Golden State uh, is going to win at the TD Center or TD Ameritrade Center. Is that TD what you Garden. Call it? TD, TD Garden. Garden. We'll TD Garden. That. TD Garden. And um, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I got, Sam. Got you. Well, look, I want to thank Chenayer Van for being my guest. This has been a long time coming. This will not be the first time or the only time. <laughs> Because there, there's some stories we got to unearth and unpack one day. and But I, I wanted to get her on here because she is a Hooper's Thank Hooper. You. She Thank knows the you. game, as you have heard throughout this episode. Thank and uh, we're definitely going to have her on again in the future. So is there anything you want to promote? Please promote the, uh, the, the clinic you're doing. Training oh, yeah. your, your students yes, of the yes, game. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I have been training um, athletes on Saturday at the Brooklyn Sty Dome. Uh, that's in Brooklyn in Bed-Stuy. It's called the Beds, uh, this, uh, Brooklyn Sty Dome, um, sponsored by Game Over NYC, Game nice. Over. And uh, they're definitely having some clinics in uh, Co-op City in the Bronx okay, uh, for the summer. Yep, in the summer as well as at the Stydome throughout the summer. Um, and, you know, I just volunteer and give back to the community because it is about community, community, community. For sure. And we want these kids to be game changers, you know, as they grow older and use basketball, again, as a tool, right? Right. Now, I'm not saying it's a tool to play ball, but just a, t- a tool of just understanding life skills. Life and you lessons. Get life lessons, yeah. all of that through the game of basketball, building relationships, um, getting stronger, be, being critical, independent thinkers and mm-hmm. everything. So that's what the game of basketball is, how I look at it, um, look at it as a tool, not just, you know, bringing it to another basketball level, right. but it's the life, it's the life level. Um, and then right now I'm also uh, just shout out to my girls for Castle Athletics, which is an okay. AAU program and they're starting a younger series of girls teams uh, at the third and fourth grade level because nice. they out here these kids are balling at first grade Sam yeah oh, yeah yeah, yeah I've, I've noticed uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. A- AAU is different uh, different now oh boy it's they like they're uh, scaling at four years old five years old like so Castle Athletics is trying to put together a third and fourth grade girls team and I'm over here helping volunteering right now with those girls and um so those are just my um, major shout outs. And I just want to give a shout out to you, Sam, and oh, your podcast, you. um, Doing Big Things. You know, um, this has to, you know, to, it's, it's, it's a big risk, right? Because, you know, we're balancing so many different things. Right. And for you to have this as a platform and doing what you want to do and, you know, doing something that is what you're passionate about outside of your regular nine to five, right. 10 to six or whatever um, that you're doing. But to have this space and have this uh, dialogue in your sports world is totally awesome. And I think Thank that you so uh, you're, you're just going to keep on doing the do. I know you have yes. a strong, a strong, strong fan base yes. and you just, yeah, just oh, yeah. onwards. Yep. Onwards, 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 onwards. And Sam, this is very, lovely and it's been a delight and i look forward to talking some really talking to the talk <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 look because uh, look I, 
uh, audience, I, I shit you not, there is so much I can unpack. I'm going to need at least two hours, minimum. Minimum two hours to unpack everything that, that Chenaya has accomplished, not only in her career, just the way that she has moved in this city and around the world with, with hooping and just being in the industry and winning Emmys and being a mother, be, being a product of her community and being a servant to 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 the game of basketball That's right. and giving back. So, That's right. No, That's so, right. salute to you and everything that you have done. I've become a big fan ever Thank since you, we, we've gotten a chance to meet up and see how you move. You're very authentic and very genuine. So Thank you. Thank you. And one of these days we will have some CBS conversations, but that's a real <laughs> deep, that's a whole nother, yeah, that, y'all got to pay for that because that's, the T in that is too much. That There's, there's legalities involved in that. So if, 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 if I'm going to take that lawsuit, I'm going to need some bread from y'all to, to get me and I hear out. Out. He's a good lawyer. So, but yes, Chenayera Van has been my guest recapping game five of the NBA Finals. Thank you again so much. Uh, For the Sam D Podcast, I am the Sam D. I'm out.